Support for this podcast comes from San Francisco International Airport. At SFO, you can discover award-winning flavors and unique shops all before takeoff. Learn more about what's at SFO at flysfo.com. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just What we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. This is the California Report. Good morning. I'm Lily Jamali. California Secretary of State Alex Padilla is heading to Washington to fill out the Senate term of Vice President-elect Kamala Harris. KQED Politics Editor Scott Schaefer has more on the historic announcement from Governor Gavin Newsom. Like many Latinos in state and local government, Padilla got engaged in politics after the passage of Proposition 187, the 1994 ballot measure which sought to prevent immigrants here illegally from getting public services like health care and education. As the son of parents born in Mexico, Padilla decided it was time to get involved. To hear this message that the state of California is struggling and it's the fault of families like yours and people like your parents. It was offensive, it was insulting, it was enraging. And so, uh, yes, I committed myself to uh, public service uh, after that. Padilla won a seat on the LA City Council when he was just 26, becoming council president before getting elected to the state senate and later winning the job of secretary of state where he oversees elections. Now Padilla will become the first Latino representing California in the U.S. Senate. And to think that in one generation, you know, my family's gone from being the, uh, the cooks and the house cleaners to uh, now not just serving as one of the constitutional officers for the state of California, but being a member of the United States Senate. It's, uh, it's pretty incredible. But Padilla's appointment disappointed some, like San Francisco Mayor London Breed, who wanted Governor Newsom to replace the only black woman in the U.S. Senate with another African-American woman. It's an unfortunate uh, situation as we are trying to move this country forward and making sure that black lives truly matter and that African-Americans have a seat at the table, especially African-American women. Late yesterday, Newsom nominated San Diego Assemblywoman Shirley Weber to take Padilla's job. Once confirmed by the state legislature, Weber will become the first black woman to become California's Secretary of State. For the California Report, I'm Scott Schaefer. And late yesterday, Mayor London Breed did send out a congratulatory tweet to Padilla, calling his appointment historic. Well, California could soon surpass a grim milestone. Two million recorded cases of COVID-19 since the beginning of the pandemic. KQED science reporter Kevin Stark has more. California's coronavirus curve only seems headed in one direction, up. 
The state broke another record with more than 60,000 newly identified cases on Monday. That's despite most of the state now under the governor's latest regional stay-at-home order. George Rutherford, a UC San Francisco epidemiologist, says he hopes cases will peak this week. I think it's going to be really important what we see in the next couple of days. If you look at the French experience, this is about when they turn the corner. Cases there declined a few weeks after the government issued a strict lockdown. But Rutherford says California's fate will depend on how much people spread the virus during the holiday. He encouraged Californians to limit their risk. If the surge continues, the state could run out of intensive care beds by the end of the month. For the California Report, I'm Kevin Stark. Hi, I'm Sasha Koka, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey. That's where you go to Sunshine State. But we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Randal Dirfattah from Throughline. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. In Washington, Congress finally passed another stimulus package this week. Critics say it's not nearly enough support, but it does offer some relief. Unemployed workers turned advocates were among those who lobbied federal lawmakers to do something by taking on the cause like it's their job. The California Report's Mary Franklin Harvin has the story. Before the pandemic started, Stephanie Freed was living in New York, working as a production designer for live events. She said she was able to distract herself from the sense of doom of not having any employment prospects for the first few months. I was taking classes, trying to pivot, as they say. Then I realized that the 600 is going to expire, and we're like, we don't survive without that 600. She's talking about the $600 federal supplement that unemployed workers got until the end of July. This realization sparked a campaign that would become Extend PUA, a grassroots advocacy group Freed co-founded that's run by people who've lost their jobs during the pandemic. PUA stands for Pandemic Unemployment Assistance. Nobody was going to lobby for us. We're unemployed workers. We don't have a corporation behind us or anything like that to go to these legislators and make sure our voices are heard. And eventually we decided we should just lobby. (laughs) So we set up Senate meetings. Freed says Extend PUA has become her full-time job and an important sense of purpose through the last many months. It gives you a sense of agency and it gives you somewhere to put some of this energy uh, that you don't know what to do with yourself. Extend PUA's engagement network reaches across the country now all the way to California. It's one of countless grassroots groups born out of the personal and logistical nightmare of being unemployed during the pandemic. People created their own support systems when they realized they couldn't rely solely on the government. Just search the phrase unemployed California on Facebook. Groups that pop up include unofficial California unemployment help and California EDD nightmare unemployment help. The former has almost 60,000 members. Jill Abadamarco is moderator of a group called Unemployed Action, and she lives in Valley Village near North Hollywood. 
Pre-pandemic, Abata Marco worked as a massage therapist, but the organizing she's doing with unemployed action has become a primary focus while she waits to feel safe enough to go back to work. I feel like I have a job. I feel like this is my job and I love it. And it's like somebody said to me, um, you know, this job is probably more important than something else I might be doing right now. Angelica Sanchez is another of Unemployed Action's volunteers. She lives in South Central LA with her husband and two kids. Up until recently, her husband worked as a mover all over the state, and she worried every day that he'd contract COVID on a job. Before the pandemic, Angelica worked at nonprofits in LA. She says she's devoted herself to organizing since overcoming some of her own personal challenges. I have to stay active. You know, if it's not, you know, um, phone banking for a certain prop, you know, like I was before, you know, finding people that need water assistance or food assistance. And so I started getting involved. The new stimulus bill doesn't mean the advocates' fight is over. Even if every member of Angelica Sanchez's household gets a $600 check from the Fed, that'll only cover two months' rent after her Section 8 subsidy. For The California Report, I'm Mary Franklin Harvin. And that is The California Report for this Wednesday. I'm Lily Jamali. Have a great day, everyone. Support for the California Report comes from Stanford Medicine, protecting your health and providing dependable care with safe in-person appointments and video visits, stanfordhealthcare.org slash adaptingcare. The law firm Perkins Coie, a trusted legal advisor to innovative companies and industry leaders throughout California and the world. Learn more at perkinscoie.com. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, focused on finding exceptional people and helping them do more for others together, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more, all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast.